Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do, so probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life. From the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching program, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement program and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. I remember Lucy saying very early on in her sobriety, she'd, we'd be out somewhere or going for a walk and she'd suddenly say, oh, I really fancy a red wine. What, was that your choice? Was it red wine? It was red wine yeah. always, yeah. And I'd be like, God, really? Because I was further along the track. <laughs> it wasn't really a very good thing to say to my new sober no, friend. I mean, that's it. Really? That's, no wonder I was worried Not about very, you all the time. Are you all right? very thoughtful of me, was it? <laughs> No, but we're just saying, like, that does happen, doesn't it? Cool, I could do with a drink, Vic. Can you? Um, no, actually, Lucy. I'm four years sober, so yeah. I think you might need to read a few more books. Yeah, so Lucy used to say that she needed a drink, and I remember, like, that feeling in early sobriety, like, things would set me off, make me go, oh, I couldn't mind a glass of wine, or I wouldn't mind a nice cold beer. But those things have faded for me over the time. And now I feel a sense of relief when I have those feelings. So if I get that moment when there's a beautiful sunset or something, a time where I would have reached for an alcoholic drink, instead of me feeling triggered now, as I said, four years into my sobriety, I actually feel a sense of total relief, which is how this, you know, changes throughout your sobriety your attitude changes and your mindset changes and you know you did used to say that but you mm. wouldn't say that anymore would you no I wouldn't and I remember when we were first talking about um me coming up to my one year and you said is there any you know is there any chance that you would start again and if you did why would it be and I knew straight away it was like just the one and only thing that is left for me that was good about alcohol was just that sort of that feeling after you'd taken your first drink and you felt good for about 15 minutes yeah 
that's it. And I can see how minuscule that is now. And I mean, I expect that's actually probably even gone for you, hasn't it? That feeling of yeah, because you know, what I see it even? for what it is. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know the repercussions from it. I know what's going to happen if I drink. I know my. I know my own behaviour so well, mm. especially because we talk about it all the time and I write about it all the mm. time. Like I can see every intricate detail of where I was going wrong throughout my life. So why would I therefore then repeat that behaviour again? But yet you do still have things that happen, don't you? Of course, you? and I still feel that feeling, but now I'm capable of changing that yeah. feeling. You're yeah. in con- total control of it now, whereas yeah. I'm at the stage where I'm still a little bit, I wouldn't go back to drinking, but I'm still a bit wobbly and I struggle to deal with the triggers yeah. and the, uh, from the trauma of drinking. And um, so... Our listeners, I'm sure, are at loads of different stages um, as to where they are on that journey and how they feel um, about the years that they drunk. Because you you hate yourself for a long time for drinking and making a fool of yourself. And, you know, it takes a long time to forgive yourself and that does come up. So, you know, like we said in the intro, you might have not given up yet. And so this chat will possibly help people to know what's to come because yeah. it was something that I just didn't realise was going to happen, and it wasn't something I didn't think I was going to be triggered a yeah. year a year into sobriety. Yeah, and of course, so those triggers are what really often tend to make people relapse. So they that's do. why we want to talk about yeah. it because that feeling of anxiety that you feel in those moments is what makes you think about drinking again. Yeah, and just to know that they can happen when yeah. you're nearly four years, like yes. you are, Vic, yeah. they can still happen. And people do relapse after yes, four years. We've do. had people at the sober group who, I remember meeting a lady who had stopped drinking for six years. Yeah, and started and again. And started again. And also things happen in life. Things happen that are out of, your, out of our control, like what happened to us on Friday. Like things happen. I could never say... I I will never drink again. If I'm honest with you right here in the, in the troll booth, mm. I couldn't say that. I would like you to say, I would like to say that, but if something happened that was out of my control, I, I would like to think I wouldn't drink mm. and I don't think I would, but you never know, do you? You, you never know what's going to happen. I, I just have should, to... We should call this the truth booth. The truth booth. <laughs> no, the troll booth's getting a bit, it's a bit negative, isn't it? But he's well, pacing outside the door. We haven't got a troll in it, unless we're no. the two trolls. Oh, yeah, we're the trolls. We're the trolls. The I troglodytes. Like, I like it being the truth booth. The truth booth. The truth booth. Yes. Um, Okay, so let's get started, Vic, with um, all of our um, things that trigger us and all of the traumatic things in our lives just to entertain other people. Let's talk about the reasons we are traumatised by our drinking years, even when we're happily sober. Yeah, because I I put quite a lot of thought into this. Um, In fact, it was my choice, this topic, because it is something I've thought about a lot in the last year. Um, Boring. (laughs) Carry on. <laughs> thinking, My topic was much better. No, Vic's <laughs> thinking, let's just get this damn topic out of yeah, the way. Yeah, so I and can then she... really get some serious stuff going <laughs> for next time. My topic. <laughs> yeah, we always like this, but it's mine. <laughs> no, this is the truth. Now, and I know all the listeners will totally get me when I say this, um, because the reality is we were living in trauma of trying and failing to give up drinking for 25 years. That's got to do something. That's over half our lives. Yes, that's right. Sometimes I think of a little timeline, you know, like a single line with all the different big occasions in my life and just a big smudge going over half of it. And those are the drinking years. And and that's what we're recovering from, that big black smudge. And it's so big and it covers so much of our lives that we don't just stop drinking and and overcome it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I'm talking about why we're traumatised, 
it's because we're stuck in this cycle, as I say, of trying and failing to give out drinking. And I've, I've, I've simplified, as I like to do, Vic, as you know, simplified what that cycle is um, into three points. I'd just like to note here that um, Lucy is very tidy and I'm very messy. Like my scripts are very much like war and peace with swear words in. <laughs> and Lucy's is bullet points of one words, which we, we do have slight awkward conversations over, don't we? That we have to, I have to slim mine down and then she has to bump hers up a bit, don't yes. we? But here we, we, we are. We, here we, we go. We manage it. I thought you were just going to bring up, because when we went through the script earlier today, I had a bit of a go at Vic because I thought she changed the form. Format oh, yeah, on my on, the, on my next section of three points. Yeah, I said, "Oh shit!" I said, "You've changed the format." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I didn't. I haven't touched it." Oh, God, I'm going red now. Even thinking about it, I'm bloating up again. But I did realise that I was wrong and apologised. Okay, good. You hadn't fiddled with me. You hadn't fiddled with me format. <laughs> anyway, the three points, <laughs> the cycle that we've been dealing with for 25 years. Number one, promising ourselves we wouldn't drink too much. Number two. Drinking way too much and making complete tits of ourselves. Number three, having the hangover from hell, which included self-loathing, anxiety and physical effects, which made us honestly feel we may die, alongside loss of belongings, respect, friends, dignity, several hours of our lives, possibly our jobs, parts of our bodies and God knows how many brain cells. You forgot to add um, strangers popping their penises into your vagina. (laughs) That was my one of my top ones. I very, very, rarely, barely, rarely remembered it. Yeah, carry on. That's why I didn't put it on there. Yeah, that would have been my top and one. Then, <laughs> and then we get a swing around back to point one, promising ourselves we wouldn't drink again. And so it goes on with those three points for 25 years of our lives. Um, and I would actually liken it to some form of uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and I, I thought that was possibly a little bit, you know, is it really, could it really be something like that that we're suffering from um, just because we drank too much for a very large percent of our lives? So I actually looked it up online and Vic's going to read out what I found. Um, PTSD is a disorder characterised by failure to recover after experiencing or witnessing a terrifying event. The condition may last months or years with triggers that can bring back memories of the trauma accompanied by intense emotional and physical reactions. Symptoms may include nightmares or flashbacks, avoidance of situations that bring back the trauma, heightened reactivity to stimuli, anxiety or depressed mood. Mm. So, I mean, that is, isn't it? That's what we were, that's what we're suffering with, really. That's what the triggers are. They're Mm. taking us back there and making us feel traumatised, yeah. Yeah. And that, for some, can make us think, gosh, thank God I don't drink. And for others, it can make me think, gosh, I would like a drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it can be a trauma that, it it can trigger um, that traumatic stage in your life that doesn't necessarily make you want to have a drink, but it's still a very difficult time to deal with. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want to cover. It is like a bad dream. That's a good a good way of describing it. Or, or, that my drinking is do feel like a bit of a nightmare that I of sort of woke up from. Yeah, yeah. that black smudge the or black a nightmare, smudge, yeah. either or. Yeah. Um, uh, but I actually wanted to bring up because when you were reading that out just then, it really reminds me, and also the cycle, the three point cycle. It reminds me of your diary. Yeah, um, perfect example. It, yeah. Of that. Because your diary was 
I don't really don't want to drink again. I don't like myself for drinking. I don't like who I am when I drink. And then the next day, the entry would be, went out last night and drank too much. That's yeah. what was happening. And how many years ago was that, Vic? I mean, that was 15 years ago. But I've got diaries from when I was um, 16 onwards that all say the same thing. Hmm. It's, I went out last... There's a, I can see early teens. There's a point where I was enjoying it, but I still see that my behaviour was worse than most people. Yes. That it was more outlandish, that I was the one instigating and that, it, you know, it was from a very, very young age that I was creating this trauma for, for now. Hmm. Yeah, it, it never ended. So. And, that you, and you picked up that there was something different about your drinking to other people's. Definitely. Yeah. I was the bloodhound. Yeah, was it the bloodhound, the booze hound? The booze hound, yeah, the bloodhound <laughs> sniffing out the booze. You were, yeah. yeah. Whereas other people were having a drink, but not on that kind of level no. where nothing else matters. No, I wanted to get blotto. That was my aim, was to get blotto and look how brilliant I am to everybody else. Look how drunk I can be. Mm. Yeah. It's look, terrible, really. Look how fast I can drink this pint of Stella. Yeah, no, snake bite and black. Oh, but mine was Stella. A Luton record. <laughs> oh, you've gone up in my estimation. Thank you. Can I quick bow down? Quick yeah. Bow down. yeah. A Luton record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so that struggle caused me now to suffer in ways I could never have predicted. Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-uppery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? There's probably ones with moody, moody or, sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. Yeah. You can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry and cringe and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny-weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. (laughs) My teeny little wooden heart. Well, his teeny little... His wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> 